Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all nations, an evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the beginning of a matter is not as important as the end of a matter. Hallelujah. I want you to look at somebody and say, though my beginning is little. Now, if you believe in prophecies, you say it well. Though my beginning is little, my end shall greatly increase. Are you prophesying to yourself? Though my beginning is little, my end shall greatly increase. As for me and my sons and daughters, we are for signs and wonders. Hallelujah. I also prophesy over your life that though your beginning is little, your end shall greatly increase. No matter the size of your beginning, I prophesy with my eye open that your end shall greatly increase in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Your life will not be the same again. I say your life will not be the same again. I prophesy over you that your life will not be the same again. Your children will do well. You will do well yourself. You will be successful on every side. So, sevenfold expansion. A thousand times more. 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 You will do well. You will do well. You will do well. I say you will do well. You will succeed. It is well with you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Keep faith alive. Don't give up. Keep faith alive. Don't give up. Challenges are for life. When they come up, the Bible says that trials and temptation, they are bread for us. We eat them and we grow fat. That's what the Bible says. We get stronger every day. For they that shall appear in, on, in Zion shall go from strength to strength. As you keep coming to church, your life is becoming better. You are getting stronger and stronger. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy you will never have a better yesterday. You will never have a better yesterday. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's take our seats. Second Timothy chapter 4, the verse number 1. I charge thee therefore before God. And the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Somebody say, We shall be judged. How many of us believe that we shall be judged? Yes. 
this morning I read the scripture. I'm reading it again tonight. Verse number two says that. Preach the word. Be instant in season. Out of season. Then it said reprove. Rebuke. Exhort. With all long suffering and doctrine. The verse number three says. For the time will come. When they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust. Shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto feebles verse number 5 please let's roll on but watch thou in all things endure affliction look at somebody say endure affliction watch thou in all things and do what? Endure affliction. Let me look for other verse and what it says. It says that, but you must be clear-headed about everything. Endure suffering. They said, do the work of an evangelist. Devote yourself completely to your ministry. Devote yourself completely to what? Your ministry. Your devotion to your ministry is actually somebody's hope for salvation somebody can never be saved until you are devoted to the cause you have been called on to one of the greatest disability that can happen to a person is to think God has not called you especially when you are in the house of God if you begin to think that God has not called you you are a disabled person and you'll be so disappointed because the God I serve doesn't create useless people. He creates useful people. So if you are created to be alive, then he created you to be useful. The reason why you will not work for God is because you are afraid. The reason why you don't work for God is because you think that you are not able, to, you, are, you are not capable, you don't have what it takes. The reason why you will not work for God is because you are comparing yourself. You saw a, a sister singing and you feel, hey, the way uh, 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 Lady Hannah is singing, I don't think I can sing like that. You begin to compare yourself. The Bible says that you are a fool if you begin to compare yourself. In fact, I'm quoting Bible law. I'm not insulting you. I'm telling you what Bible is saying. So you should come to a certain point where you will accept your ministry because you are called. Say, I'm called. You are called. The Bible says that for many are called, but few are chosen. The moment you get born again, you have received the call of God. The moment you get born again, you have received the call of God. And when you get born again and you come into the service of God, when you accept to work for God, you have been chosen. You have been chosen. Some of you are waiting to see Jesus or God to come around and say, Ah, my son, come down. Come down, come down, come down. I love thou. I love thou. Oh, they say, Oh, I heard the voice of God. I heard it clear. I heard it clear. There are several ways God calls his people. There are some people they had spectacular calling. In fact, they were sleeping. In fact, they were writing. God took his pen and said, My son, I'm sending you. Are you ready to go? And then he saw God doing something. He said, Ah, me, God didn't call me like that. 
I didn't have a dream that I was preaching, then I knew that. Some of you had a dream that you were preaching. How many of you had a dream that you were preaching? Hey, and you are still sitting on the bench. You had a dream you were preaching, you are still sitting in the bench. So you have finished your first sermon in the dream already. And you are still sitting in the bench. You know, you prophecies on your life. And that's how God does his things. And you are still sitting on the bench. Pouring oil into your ears. One day he said, yes, he's painting him. He went to pour oil. He said, hey, you can do wonders so. <laughs> what else do you want to see before you know that you are called? So the way your heart feels about somebody when the person is missing it, don't you know it's a calling? The way you feel like, no, I can't watch you die. I can't watch you lose your salvation. I can't watch you go. I can't watch you stop church. Don't you know it is a calling? The way you sit back there and when somebody is doing the thing, you feel like, wow, Charlie, this is powerful, but I think I can do it better. Don't you know it's a calling? You are waiting to hear your name. Doggy. Doggy. If you don't hear it, I mean Ramos. They realize that no, God is calling you. <laughs> I'm very sorry. God doesn't always call people the same way. There are people who have been called and they were giving signs through dreams. There are people who through prophecy, like Timothy, through prophecy, they told them you are, you are called. The call of God is upon your life. And they know they are called. And there are people who are sitting here, they have a desire, a strong desire to work for God. And they think, oh, I mean, I'm not called. The Bible says, you see that works in us both to will and to do. So as long as the desire is there, he has worked in you. You should accept it. You should accept it. There's nothing spectacular. God doesn't always call us behind the pulpit to stand behind the pulpit to preach. And that is why some of you are afraid. Pastor, me, I don't know how to read the Bible. Me, I don't know how to uh, preach. When we say we have called somebody, it's not because he has to come and preach. Are you here or you have gone home? You have not been called to preach. There are certain people who have been called and look, they don't even have a church, but they are making impact in life. There are people who are called to pray. There are people who are called to even encourage people. There are people who are called to assist. There are people who are called like me to start something new. And you see, when God calls you for a purpose, He gives you the anointing and the capacity for it, for the fulfillment. And when God calls a person, He doesn't give you the full detail of everything you are called to do, but He gives you in phases. I say He gives you what? In phases. And your faithfulness to the first phase will determine whether you go to the next phase. And many of us, even at the first phase, we fail. It is not our fault because when God called someone like Paul, he told him to go and wait. Barnabas is coming to teach him and pray for him. Some of you, you are not under any tutelage. You are not under any mentorship. You are not under any, anything. You just started going. And you never knew you never knew that in the going, as long as the ministry is concerned, we don't just go. There are certain preparations, there are certain things one has to do. 
I'm telling you that in a calling, as we go, man of God, there'll be storms. There are rocks. We have to cross rivers. As if you want to understand what the calling is here. If you want to understand what your life means, go and take the Bible and read the book of Exodus. Read the book of Exodus and you realize that the time will come you'll be hungry. A time will come you'll be hungry for your best food and you'll not have it. A time is coming that you will come to a certain point and you realize that you are facing an impossible situation. A time will come you'll be thirsty. You'll be looking for water to drink. And you can't even find it. A time is coming you'll find yourself in a land flowing with milk and honey. A time will come you will see the demonstration of the power of God. Many things happening. You stretch your hands, people are falling. A time will come you will realize that the people that be for you, they are against you. A time will come you realize that your own brother, your own sister will form a company and they will rise up against you. Miriam, Aaron, they did it to Moses. A time will come you realize that your own husband or your own wife will tell you, curse God and die. A time will come so you have to prepare yourself because the journey the bible says that narrow is the way that leads to life narrow in one instant it said many are pressing in and jesus was encouraging us to also press in the word press means that challenge just force force a tell somebody force a you have to force to make sure say squeeze 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 and make sure you enter because if you're not careful look you'll be left behind you'll be left behind i'm telling you i'm telling you what you don't know is that the acceptance of your call is somebody's salvation if i have not accepted a call you may not have been here all these people how would they have even become men of God or whatever how they have known hallelujah oh pastor that, that uh, God would, would have used another man of God you'll be surprised you'll be surprised the Bible says that woe unto you when I came you turned your ears on me why did he say that Jesus said that on the day of judgment, he said, It shall be more, I mean, it shall be more tender and okay for Sodom and Gomorrah than you. The suffering that Sodom and Gomorrah went through, Jesus was telling the people, his own people, that even their own will be cool by you. Hallelujah. So there are many things that one has to go through. And when it comes to the calling of God, you have to have a lion heart. Tell somebody a lion heart. Now to have a lion heart. Amen. And you must learn how to endure hardship. Endure hardship. Endure suffering. Endure certain things. Some of you, the moment you hear call of God, you start thinking about a pastor driving Mercedes Benz. Call of God, V8. You are looking at V8. I'm telling you today, if the pastor is a correct pastor here, Ask him if he's it's, if it's, it's even okay in the V8. There are pastors in V8 who are sweating. 
Amen. Because when your mind is heavily bound, earthly pleasures means nothing to you. Earthly pleasures, they mean nothing to you. They mean nothing to you. Hallelujah. So the verse number six says that I am already being poured out as an offering. And the time for my departure has come. This is Paul speaking of. The time for my departure has come. Paul said that having my, 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 I have been poured out as an offering. I have been poured out as an offering. I have been crushed. I have been bruised. I have, I have gone through all the things I have to go through. And there, it is time for me to die. I have to go. Paul is saying, he said, it is time for my, me to check out. I'm actually at the airport of heaven. I'm about to check out. Then he said, I fought a good fight. I have completed the race. I have kept the faith. I fought a good fight. I have completed the race. I have kept the faith. Then he said, The victor's crown of righteousness is now awaiting me which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on the day that he comes. And not only to me, but also to all who eagerly wait for his appearing. This morning, I told you about the fact that there is a crown and a reward for people who are, because of the appearing of the Lord, they are so conscious of it and they live their life in such a way. There is a crown called the crown of glory. There's a crown called the crown of what? Glory. That shall be handed over to them. I have fought a good fight. I have fought a good fight. You see, the, 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 <laughs> the, I have completed the race. Paul did this is that I have won the fight. He said, I have fought the fight. Whether he was beaten or not, he has fought. But when, with the race, he has completed. But one thing we have to understand that the fight was a good one. If it was a good one, it means that he had some, he had some chops. He had some victories. Hallelujah. I have fought a good fight. I've been thinking, God, how did Paul do it? How did he do it? I've been thinking about Rehai Bonke, a blessed memory, who just checked out from the earth last week. Because of Rehai Bonke, I was listening to a, a documentary by, um, uh, what was the name? Bishop Dark. And he was saying that it was because of Rehai Bonke, he felt he can also do crusades, and he started doing crusades. So he, he actually dedicated a whole crusade to Rehai Bonke yesterday. And he honored Rehan Bonke. And today, Bishop Dad is also doing mighty things because Rehan Bonke did mighty things. How did he do it? How did Ora Robert do it? Right now, when you look at the fathers, he's left with Maurice Serulo. And maybe Papa Adepuye. I mean, there are some senior men around. Now, the baton, beloved, has been handed over to us. Has been handed over to you and I. These are men that fought a good fight. These are men that finished their race. 
Have you asked yourself, would you finish? Have you asked yourself, would you fight a good fight? Have you asked yourself, am I going to be tired on the way? Am I going to give up? Have you asked? Because it will not be soft. It will not be tender. It will not be soft. I was bathing today. I was asking myself this question. Ah, how do I feed? And where do I get money from? I was asking myself. If you're not very careful, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paid. I'm not doing that. That alone will let you back out. If you're not very careful, even relationship, relationship, usually many people, many court people, rebel and go off the will of God because of certain attachments and certain relationship. If Job had not been steadfast, his relationship was going to take him away. He said, woman, why do you talk like a fool? He told the wife, tell me, why do you talk like a fool? I should curse God and die. <laughs> I should curse God and die. But one thing I realized is that the Bible never said Job divorced the wife. Or you saw it. I don't know whether it's the same wife. But since Job fears God, I'm not sure he will divorce. So I'm just thinking about how Job was able to marry that woman who was talking like a fool. I'm not saying she's a fool. She was talking like a fool. Yeah, similarly. She was talking like a fool. Amen. Many things. He said, Demas has forsaken me because he has loved the pleasures of the world. Demas was Paul's, one of Paul's pillar. So he has forsaken me. And this thing was at the tail end of Paul's ministry. Maybe we have to read it. Let's roll on. The next verse. Let's roll on. Let's roll verse 8. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness. Verse 9. Do your best to come to me quickly. Sometimes uh, we pastors, we need company. Sometimes we need somebody to tap her back and say that I'm, I'm standing with you. I'm standing with you. Jesus even expected you to visit him at the hospital. He said, when I was sick at the hospital, you didn't visit me. When I was naked, you didn't clothe me. When I was hungry, you didn't feed me. Then he said that, Jesus, when, when did you go to the hospital? I came out of the hospital. I always go there. I never saw you. He said, because you didn't do it to your pastor, you didn't do it to me. Jesus wanted us to do it. So it means that I have a good reason to say, oh, Charlie, that church members, now, wow, Charlie, make you take your body. Oh. Charlie, take my body. No. The Bible says offenses shall come. Offenses shall come. You'll be offended. I'm telling you. It's not everything that you'll be happy about. Every day. <laughs> Just this morning was about prosperity. Now it's about something that will keep you quiet. It's not everything that will make you happy. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Yes, you'll be offended. He had come to the time that he need he needed his people. He said, "Do your best to come to me quickly. Do your best, Timothy. Please, I beg you, I beg you. That is when you have certain sons and daughters who you know that no matter what they are with you in times like that, they are the ones you want to see their face and get encouraged. Hey, I'll let you Catch it off. 
when you don't know what you have done and before you realize people are accusing you and you have done this and you have done you can't really tell what you have done what you have, but you realize actually hey am I preaching the verse number 10 says that he said for Demas because he loved this world he loved fame he wants to be seen on social media everywhere they want you have to see him if he wants to preach some i have to be behind, behind the pulpit hey because he loved fame he said me love this world he has deserted me demons have deserted me and has gone to thessalonica christians has gone to galatia and titus to dalmatia can you imagine all these three people have left paul at the point where he has been poured out as drink for their sake. At that point, the next verse, only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you because he is helpful to me in my ministry. Meanwhile, you know, Paul fought with Mark one time and sack Mark that should go. When Demas forsook me, rather I tell you, Mark is better than Demas. Bring him. I like. I think I like Mark. <laughs> I like. I, I like Mark. Mark. Me and Pamo, bra bra bra. I like you. Say, bring Mark. He's helpful. Can your pastor say this about you? Can your pastor say that? Bring me Enoch. He's helpful to me. Can your pastor say, bring me Shadrach. He's helpful to me. say you see at every point in time in this life beloved make sure you maximize every opportunity this morning i didn't have time to talk about that make sure time the only way to deal with time is to redeem time time needs redemption time it needs redemption and the way to redeem time because anywhere time is there is an opportunity there's an opportunity i say anywhere time is there's a there's a what so at every season know that as long as time is passing certain opportunities are doing what are passing so the bible says time and chance happens to them all so when time appears a certain chance has also come so nobody and it doesn't happen to one person it happens to all nobody has an excuse to say that that's for me i didn't know and my mother didn't have money and my father didn't have money you had time you had chances to become what you are supposed to become. But you see, we take wisdom. It takes wisdom to descend the times. It takes wisdom to descend the time. For the sons of Issachar, they understood. They had understanding of the times. It takes wisdom to descend the times. Hallelujah. Because some of you, certain opportunities will be staring at you but you rather see it as a stupid time. Why are you uh, master? Oh. Hey, time and chance. Time and chance. One way to redeem time is to maximize every opportunity you have. Maximize every... When you maximize every opportunity, you have time to preach, Pastor David. You don't come and stand here and say, no spirit, nothing. No, no. Before I came to the pulpit, I, I spoke to God. I prayed. 
Lord, anoint me. Lord, help me. Lord, subdue my emotion. Lord, help me. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, empower me. Before I go, because it is time and it is chance. It can be a time that is carrying a chance for me to correct an error. It can be a time that is carrying a certain chance for me to meet somebody to become great. It can be a time for me to say sorry to have certain forgiveness. It can be a time carrying a certain chance for me to arrest a certain opportunity that will change my life forever. You should have understanding of the times and must know that every time carries a chance. The only look is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you because he's helpful to me in the ministry. Then he said, I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, bring my cloak that I left with Carpus Arthuras and my scroll, especially the parchment. Especially the parchment. On, on, on all these things that were going on, my question is how did Paul, how was he able? To survive it. Hallelujah. Because you may think it is easy, but beloved, I'm here to tell you it is not as easy as you think. I'm preaching shortly. I'll leave this place. I came to bring you a message. You must open your ear to hear. Because life doesn't always serve as bread and butter. Life doesn't always serve as milk and honey between the promise and the manifestation of the promise there is the wilderness that one has to go through it is a season of building character faith and trust in God it is a season and your brow would would a free portion of Kusi portion as a son, you are what as a case and as a threat. A man you be a bread. If you don't have attitude on the wilderness, you will not reach the promised land. If you don't have faith in God during the wilderness experience, you will not reach the promised land. If you don't have trust, you can't reach the promised land. You can't reach. You can't reach. They were hungry. They met scorpions. They met uh, uh, snakes. They were bitten by snakes. They met the Red Sea. They met Jordan. Many things happened to them. But those that had faith in God, those that had trust in God, those that had attitude, there are some of us we are in, very impatient. Moses said that I'm going to the mountain to meet the Lord. By the time Moses came back, they had molded idols they were worshipping. They were very impatient. They didn't have trust in God. A lot of them died in the wilderness. Some of us, we have the prophecy. We have the promise. From the promise to the land. That's where we failed. When, when we fail, we say God has failed. God never fails. God never fails. Hallelujah. Let's look at Philippians chapter 3. Verse number 13. Downward. He said, brothers, 
I do not consider myself yet to have taken. Now we are looking at how Paul survived all this thing. Amen. How did Paul, a quiet man, Paul Faso, and your family demons, all these things, all bread. A quimpen of poor fasso be doom pempensua, or Timmy can say, Ocopano, my idea, a comeri, Emricatunis or Simevi. Maybe if I can't quit a compotria, make a comedy, make a brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, but what do you do? You do only one thing. I thought you do many things. I thought you do many things. You do only one thing. What do you do, Paul? He said, I forget what is behind. And I strain. And straining towards what is ahead. Give me it from give it to me in King James. He said, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Forgetting those things. You see, one reason why many of us we don't achieve, we don't win, we don't finish, we, we don't do well in ministry, in life, in marriage. The truth is that we are too much in the past. We are too much in the past. If there is anything that a past has to offer, it's a lesson. It's a lesson. We are too much. You can't hold on to the past and be in the future. No. Anybody in the past doesn't have the future in view. You don't have the future in view. So Paul said, all the things I go through, all the people that betray me, all the people that became disloyal towards me, all the people that hurt me, all the people that offended me, he said, I forget about the past. And I press on. I press on. I press on. I push my way through. I pushed my way through. I was offended, but I forgot about it. I was hurt, but I forgot about it. I was bruised, but I forgot about it. I was accused, but I forgot about it. I suffered, yes. I was ejected from my room, but I forgot about it. I press on. I forget about the past. The past can be an event. The past can be a person. The past can be a situation. The past can be a dream. The past can be an occurrence. have to forget about that event. A bit man you will be. I will say, I have to put it behind me and press on. Set my gaze. Set my gaze. You see, the reason why people don't forge ahead is because they don't have any objective in life. They're just living life. So they spend their time solving problems around them. No! Move on. Move on. You don't have time. Time doesn't stop. Time is not on your side. Time is not your friend. Time is not your friend. It will not stop for you to finish what you have supposed to do yesterday that I didn't do. It will not stop for you. Keep going. If you had it wrong yesterday, do it right tomorrow. Do it right. Don't commit any mistake twice. Do it right. Do it. Do it right. I was supposed to write the exam, but last year, no, I didn't write it. it that, 
so, and, and what happened? Ah, she asked me, stop talking about it. Take the book, start studying. Prepare for next year. Do it. Get it. Move on. Don't stay there. Yes, we have gone through as a church. So what? Yes, many people have gone. So what? Yes, somebody has done that. So what? We forget about 2019 and we move on. We are focused. My gaze as I stand here is in 2020. I'm looking at vision 1000 and I've forgotten about anything that has happened or had happened. I'm going for it. There is something greater. Can I tell you something? Anybody that is moving on doesn't have a better yesterday. The moment you begin to see, man of God, the moment you begin, you see, the Bible said that by the rivers of Babylon, where we sat down and wept, he said, How can we sing the Lord's son in the train land? Why were they saying that? They missed their yesterday, they missed their past because they were in captivity. If you don't stop in life, you will not miss your past. The moment you begin to feel like, Ah, those days, it means you have backslided. Because there is nothing in yesterday for you. There is much in tomorrow. Paul said, I forgot about the past. I forgot about the past. All of us here, we have marks. We have bruises. I was showing my mark this, was it this morning too. My family. How I got them back. We have marks. We have a reason. We have things. Listen, can I tell you something? one thing I want you to be aware is that listen to me it's your choice to forget it's your choice to forget it's your choice it's your choice some of us are here we always want to be understood so we keep explaining ourselves, trying to tell people why, and that's why you see why didn't you come to church? You see, and uh, this one, and this one, and pastor, and uh, and this one said, and this, and this, and you have explained yourself. You just finished explaining yourself to Pastor Yima. The moment you finish, he started working. Oh, it should be well, sister. He left you, and you you met this one. You started explaining yourself. It should be well. They are going. Why are you not following? Still standing there explaining yourself. Have you ever explained yourself into breakthrough before? push. The Bible says that the rich man has many friends. The poor man has no friend. Make it and see. All those that left you will return. All those that left you, they will return. But if you remain where you are, ah, I'm not budging. I'm not giving up. I'm not throwing in the towel. Nothing will stop me. The other day I told devil, I said, Satan, if you cut my legs, I'm going to drag my ass. Nothing will stop me. I don't care what I've gone through. The greatest significant, significance of hope is life. As long as I have life, I have hope. Look at somebody and say, yes, I can. And he knew I can. And that's why he brought it my way. Look at the person and say, look at me. I'm a prophetic mandate released on earth. I'm fulfilling. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. Failure is a choice. 
If I fail, I chose it. But I won't choose it. I'm winning. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm forgetting about the past. I'm forgetting about the past. Vida, forget about whoever hurt you. Forget about whoever. You see, they did that to want your attention to wait for them. The people that hurt us, they are not our equals. Don't you know? Haven't you realized? Most of the time, they want what you have. They feel like I should have married Pastor Paul. Why should she? And and you heard it and you felt offended. And you felt offended. No, it's waste to feel offended and be fighting somebody behind. No, please, for Christ's sake, forget about them. Move on. Move on. Can I tell you something? Every situation you call unfortunate is actually a fortunate situation. Why? Because every decay is a manure. manure for your plantings. Every decay, convert it into a manure and put a seed inside and see if it will not come up. Please. I came full of matter. I came in the spirit of edification and encouragement to tell you it is never over until you say it's over. If you don't say it's over and you keep pushing you are still going to make it. You are still going to... Paul said, I've been poured out. I have finished, I have fought. But still when you are coming, bring me John Mark. He's needful for me in this ministry. Paul was still looking forward to push more. Demas is gone. said, I've forgotten about that. Bring me my parchment. I want to start reading. The moment you see yourself giving an excuse... It means you are trying to explain yourself why you think we should accept you to fail. To live a zero zero excuse life is a determined life to make it. It's a determined life to make it. You can. Thomas Edison failed 99 times before producing the bulb. How many times have you failed? He said, The righteous shall fall seven times. How many times is God ready to forgive your sins? You did one thing wrong. Yes, you did it. Beloved, I told you this morning that he said that my spirit will not strive with man forever. For he's just a mortal. So God is not interested in contending with you. And you have done this. And you have finished you. You have told you. Some of you are thinking that God is like a Ghanaian policeman hiding by the roadside. So that you know, hey, 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 stop, 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 stop. God is not like that. God is not like that. God is not like that. Some of us think that God is like a headmaster looking for opportunity. One plus one plus two plus one plus one plus two plus one. Why we do you see, Master? God is not like that. Beloved, listen to me. God is the man that when you fall, when you fall, when you fall, and he sees you, the Bible says that he comes and help you. He makes his strength perfect in your weakness. He makes his strength perfect. He supplies grace. If you cannot stand on your feet, he will hold you until you stand. He has provided systems that should keep us going. Yes, he has provided. So it's an event, something you did in the past. Paul said, I forget about it. 
I, I leave it for the blood. The blood is eternal. Eternalness means that it's not time bound. It is not time bound. Okay, so I, I wounded God. I did something wrong. Lord, Father, I plead the blood. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of what I've done. I ask, let the blood of Jesus cleanse me. Thank you, Jesus. Because your word said in First John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, you are faithful. You are just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, you cannot lie as I confess my sins and as I repent to God. I know you have cleansed me of all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Forget about it. Move on. Ask God, what next? What can I do for you, Lord? What can I do for it? And move on as though nothing has happened. Move on. Not looking for another opportunity to commit another mistake but to tell God yes I did it Lord I missed it I feel sorry and I want to prove to you with this one that I can that's so give it to me again give me another chance in the ministry give me another chance to sit the exam give me another chance to sing the song give me another chance to write a book Lord I want to tell you I can yes it's possible It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible for ministries to grow in Akemoda. It's possible for a church to save thousands of people. It's possible for someone to raise a cathedral in this town. It's possible. I cast that demon that makes it impossible. It's possible. By the blood of Jesus, may the oaths of Jehovah come upon that demon. He may have done it to other people and he thinks it is our turn. He thought it is our time to finish us, but he didn't know that it is his time to end. It is his time. Watch and see. Watch and see. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord. He said the earth is for the devil. He said the earth is, is, is the Lord. The fullness thereof. The people and everything that dwells in there. Is that not what he said? If that is it, then why should the devil be in charge? If I am a child of God and I come and I say, hey, give me what belongs to my father. You don't have a choice. Anything the devil has stolen from you, I claim it back for you in the name of Jesus. I claim your destiny back for you in the name of Jesus. I restore it in sevenfold in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever the caterpillar, the palmer worm, and I restore it in the name of Jesus Christ. It is yours for the taking. Look at yourself and say, Hey, mention your name. Look at me. I'm the superman of God. I have God inside me, the Holy Spirit is in me. I am anointed. My hair is flowing with oil. My cup is running over. I cannot fail. I was designed by God, by His intelligence. I'm empowered by His grace, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Celebrate your God of possibilities. Celebrate your God of possibilities. In the name of Jesus. Look at somebody and say, it's in the power of the mind. Make your mind up. 
So Paul said that, let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. Verse 15. Be thus minded. We must be such minded. Let's think like that. Let's think like that. Hallelujah. The whole thing is about how you think. The whole thing is about how you see things. God knows you can. I said, even God knows you can. God knows you can. Heaven is counting on you. Hey, you are the perfect representation of heaven. You are on earth to prove his glory, his ability, his grace, his oil, his sufficiency upon your life. The presence of God in your life is the key. Don't give up. The Bible says, and God was with Joseph. And whatever he did, he had sources. He had sources. He had sources. You may be coming from Potiphar's house to the prison. But the only reason why you went to the king's prison, the Bible says that Joseph was taken to the king's prison. The place the king put his prisoners. It was because Joseph was about to go to the pal- I mean, palace. So he has to relate with things that relate with the palace. The reason why you are going through what you are going through is because there is a greater glory ahead. There is a greater glory. God will exchange people's life for your sake. I say, God will exchange people's life for your sake. Why did it happen that by destiny the baker was supposed to be killed and the butler, the, and they were not killed, but rather they were brought to the prison where Joseph was, and God visited them at night and dreamed them a dream in the same day. Why did God give them the same dream in the same day? And they dreamt a dream, and one was restored by interpretation from Joseph. One was restored, one was supposed to be killed, and it came to pass. The Bible said that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter is established. So God wanted to establish a point to put, I mean, uh, Pharaoh, that if those two people have dreamt the same dream, and the same man has interpreted it and it has come to pass, it means the man is authentic, he has been established. So when the time came, after two years, after two years, oh, Kukroko, yeah, yeah, oh, Kukroko, yeah, man, Why didn't God put an eye at your back? Why didn't God put one eye at your back? Because he knows there is nothing behind you that is important. God is trying to tell you. He gave you two eyes and he fixed all of them ahead of you. He said, focus! Look forward and go. Don't concentrate what is there. My mother didn't take care of me. My father didn't pay my fees. That's in the past. My fiance has broken my heart. He said he doesn't like that is in the past. He said, forget about the past and press on. Press on. Press on. Press on. Press on. You see, the reason why some of you cannot press on is because you don't have visions. You don't have any aim. He said, I press on towards the price. You don't have any price you are aiming. Press on. You can do it. You will finish well. 
I said you will finish well. Paul said that I have finished well. I have completed the race. And I have fought a good fight. May it be your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Beloved, listen to me. The Lord came to me. In the city of Cape Coast and he said, David, whatever your mind can think, your hands can touch. What God is saying is that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly, far above what I can ask or imagine. That means that by reason of the power of imagination, I can reach. Listen to me. Don't give up on your dreams. If you have sat down and thought, I want to become this, and many things are happening that looks like you can't get there. There is no way a prisoner can become a president. It is not allowed for a prisoner to stand for presidency. But when the time came, the king never considered the fact that Joseph was coming from a prison and he was enthroned. So situations may look impossible. It may look like it can't come to pass. But I'm here to tell you it is part of God's way of doing things. It is part of God's way of doing things. I say it is part of God's way of doing things. No devil can kill you. Amen. I say no devil can finish you. Amen. They cannot terminate your vision. Amen. They cannot end you. Amen. I prophesy you will make it. I said, I prophesy you will make it. Beloved, it is in you. It is in you. You are the child of the Jehovah can do overdo. You can do all things. Christ, who strengthens you? It is in your DNA. It is your DNA. It is in your DNA. You just have to spark it. You just have to spark it. It's in you. It is in you. You will do it. You will make it. I know. I believe in you. Your pastor believes in you. I believe in I know you will make it. I don't care what I see. I don't care what people say about you. I don't care what it passes. I believe in you. I know you will make it. I know you will make it. Tell somebody. At least I have one witness. My pastor knows I'll make it. My pastor knows I'll make it. Check me out. I'm coming out. I'm coming fully. My pastor knows I will make it. Nothing will stop me. I know. If I don't believe you make it, then I don't believe the word of God. If I don't believe you make it, then I don't believe the word of God. Let your two hands and bless his name. Give him praise. Thank him, worship him. I appreciate him.
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.